episode 7. Hope you all listen. Cause you know I like to get wild. And embarrass my future child. Just me, it's all to the OB. Knocking episodes out like Rocky. And hockey's my diagnostic. I eat my sushi with chopsticks. What up everybody? Hope everybody had a good weekend. It is Monday. And uh, like I said, embarrass my future child because uh, my little one's only uh, 11 months. She'll be uh, one year on April 4th, which is one day before my birthday, so uh, she can't be embarrassed yet. But uh, yeah, we uh, had the baby babysat by my parents this weekend. We went to Bromo, uh, had some uh, good skiing, a little chilly, um, but uh, yeah, I bought some socks, well, we bought some socks for the wife because uh, her feet were getting cold. Um, she always has a cold feet except for uh, when we got married but uh the socks that i purchased there's like a little chip and i couldn't believe how expensive they were so the sock itself has like a bit of wiring in it and then there's a chip 400 bucks for uh self-warming socks so uh yeah pretty wild i did not expect i didn't look at the price tag i was just asking the uh the guy that worked there to help me out and uh yeah definitely uh some expensive footwear Hockey, uh, right before we went for Bromo, um, I had made some predictions. Ovechkin obviously did that spirit of the nuts on Frederick last week. And uh, I predicted that Boston were going to come out strong because of the no suspension. And, you know, that's kind of a piss off considering uh, how dirty the play was. And, uh, yeah, they didn't disappoint. I think the score was 5-1, I believe. Um, and there was a couple uh, tilts in that game, too. Uh, Jared Tenority, former Montreal Canadian, uh, dropped the gloves with uh, Tom Wilson early in the in the game, and uh, he did very well. Um, probably endeared himself to the fans, even though there's no fans in attendance. Uh, but uh, yeah, good fight. Uh, I would say it was pretty even. Uh, Tom Wilson maybe with a slight edge, landing uh, some bigger bombs. But it's uh, one of these fights with a lot of uh, jersey jabs, so that seems to be a technique that... Uh, is more and more popular. You know, I'm more of a fan of guys just uh, swinging for the fences, but I was a little disappointed that Ovechkin did not uh, drop the gloves. To me, uh, if ever you're going to drop the gloves, it's for, you know, a reason like that. Regain face, I guess, you know, because uh, that was pretty greasy. Um, but, uh, yeah, Tom Wilson came to basically his defense, I guess, uh, going after Frederick. And, uh, yeah, Frederick, uh, I love that kid. You know, he says the F word after the fight, knowing well that he uh, that he lost the fight. But, you know, you're fighting a veteran, um, and he's only going to get better and better. So uh, it's uh, positive for uh, the Boston Bruins. And, uh, you know, like the my podcast name is Bucket Drop for a reason, and uh, I like the rough stuff. A lot of decent fights this year. Recently, uh, Ryan Reeves dropped in the midst with Curtis Gabriel. I think Gabriel used to play for the New Jersey Devils. He was actually part of a video on YouTube as well, I think, uh, if, if you're interested to go look back, where he got in an off-ice fight, basically like uh, one of those uh, fights in the hallways after uh, the guys get kicked out and they fought off the ice, and I'm pretty sure he got knocked out. It was like in the minor leagues, possibly the AHL, but uh, anyways, yeah, Curtis Gabriel uh, with a good showing against Ryan Reeves, and uh, Ryan Reeves a little bit too cocky to my liking, to be honest. Like, after, after the fight, he was chirping, you know, kind of, like, showing, like, like oh, I cut you here, and he was, like, pointing at Curtis Gabriel, like, above, above his his forehead, or I forget where it was, it's on his face, but just go to the box. Like, I understand gamesmanship, but I don't know, it just, 
to me, the guy had a good tilt with you, and yeah, Ryan Reeves landed at the basically deciding punch at the end, but I don't know. C- Curtis Gabriel didn't look shooken up or anything. Revo just flexing, but I wish sometimes he'd just shut his mouth. Like when Patrick, uh, or sorry, Evander Kane, when the news came out that, you know, he owned a bunch of money to the casinos and that basically he was in debt. I, I remember Reeves, uh, not attacking him, but joking around about Kane uh, on social media. And I know that they have their thing, they have their little beef, but I don't know. I don't believe in kicking a man while he's down. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just ranting, but... uh yeah, and uh, Barzal, uh, if you haven't seen that goal yet, I mean, it's been all over Sportsnet, so I'm sure that you have seen it, but uh, that goal was just uh, something else. I think that's the uh, highlight of the year for sure. I know that McDavid had that end-to-end rush. He almost pulled it off uh, the other night against Calgary as well. I'll get into that game in a bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, McDavid uh, going end-to-end on uh, Calgary. He wasn't able to capitalize and score, but, yeah, just... Another display of his speed, but Barzal coming in full speed, you know, just a hard cut towards the net and uh, full speed does the in between the leg trick. And uh, yeah, just a beautiful goal. And I think it's going to win the one V one for the entire year, possibly. So uh, really good for Barzal, good for the Islanders. And uh, yeah, Joe Lazito, if you haven't listened to his podcast, Coliseum Chronicles, go check that out. He's got some great interviews right now. He's in a, I think it's a four-part with uh, Trevor Gillies. Talk about a tough ombre there. Great, great uh, podcast there. Moving to Montreal, Toffoli is now third in goals in the entire league. He's tied with McDavid. Um, that doesn't make sense. Showed us third, so I, th- I think he's tied with McDavid. Anyways, now I sound like a f- freaking idiot. But And if you do the math, so 82 games divided by 50, let's say, 50 goals. It's 1.64 goals per game. So if you divide 55 by 1.64, it equals like 34. So if he scores 34 goals, basically that makes him like a a 50-goal scorer this year. So hopefully he keeps on going on his run. And, uh, yeah, he's with some good company there at the top, right? And uh, Gallagher just uh, being the heart and soul of the team, as he always is, uh, played a terrific game against the Winnipeg Jets. The game, I think, finished at 7-1. to one. Gallagher had two goals. He could have had some more. He gave a pass uh, to an open net to uh, Tatar. Tatar missed, uh, I think, uh, it might have just jumped over his stick. But anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, you could tell the team were trying to give him his hat-trick because it would have been a second-career hat-trick. So uh, Gallagher, just with a strong performance, uh, Montreal playing well. So those are the two. I had made three predictions. I think it was on Thursday or Friday. I think it was Friday early, actually that Montreal Canadiens would win, that Boston would win on Friday, and I said that Toronto would win on the Saturday. I actually did well. I'm up to $250 now since the month of January, like so basically since January 1st. Uh, I bet on Montreal, and I bet on Boston. Uh, I like to stick with the, to the two-game parlays. I find three is two. I don't know. I think you're like testing your luck with three games. Obviously, the cash-out is better. Shout out to Jay. Um, he had a three-game parlay. He lost it last night, unfortunately, with uh, Boston losing uh, one nothing. So it was a tight game. He almost got his. But uh, yeah, I did the two-game parlay. I didn't bet on Toronto to win, but like I thought they would win, so that's why I made that prediction. As far as my predictions for tonight, um, I'm going to be going with the Ottawa Senators to lose to lose against the Edmonton Oilers. Um, the Edmonton Oilers are at home. 
and the Ottawa Senators just played last night. I think that they'll be a little bit tired. It was an OT game, uh, shootout actually, um, and uh, I'm going to go with Vancouver Canucks to win. I'm just going to go with the money line. The Montreal Canadiens blew their load the other night, and uh, I think that there might not be any more goals left in the reservoir. Yeah, so uh, doing pretty good. Like I said, cashed out 250 bucks. I also bet on the UFC, which I didn't mention, but I bet on Jan Blahovic to win against Israel Adesanya. I just thought the size was too big of a difference. If you look at Israel Adesanya, he's he's even skinny for the weight class that he's currently in, and now he's moving up to fight Jan, and Jan is just friggin' beast of a man. So, uh, yeah, like, and then I saw, uh, like, the, the fight, if you watch it, it was complete domination. It was just basically Jan, like, tackling him to the ground and just giving him the ground and pound. Izzy didn't look like he really got hurt, but at the same time, I mean, it was a one-sided beatdown. You know, uh, Dana White going on and, you know, trying to save his golden boy with, uh, and I like Israel Adesanya. You know, once Israel Adesanya lost, it's like Dana White was seeing the dollar signs come down for his golden boy. And then he was saying, like, oh, he couldn't understand how the judges gave it a 10-8 for multiple rounds. It was a one-sided beatdown. That's why it was a 10-8, Dana. But I know Dana White's not listening to my little podcast, but I'm just saying the guy's got to shut his fat mouth once in a while. It was clearly a one-sided beatdown, so he shouldn't be complaining about the judges' scorecard. I mean, nobody thought that Israel won that fight, but yeah, like I said, I still like Israel Adesanya. And uh, in the other fights, you had Peter Yan fighting Aljamain Sterling, and kind of a weird one. Peter Yan was dominating the fight, in my opinion. The other guy was just flopping around the whole fight, and you're like, get up to your feet. Anyways, it was very annoying to watch, let's say. And uh, yeah, he's just stalling the fight. He's constantly on his knees, and uh, Peter Yan at one point, I don't know if it was out of frustration or just a brain fart, need him in the head. Aljamain Sterling wins the fight through a disqualification. But at the same time, like, the guy was just laying down on, on the mat the whole time. The ref was telling him to get up. So, I don't know, tell him that you're taking some points away, and uh, maybe he'll stay on his feet, and then we can actually watch a fight. So, that fight's going to be re-ran. I know that Dana White wants it as well. Um, the fans want it because uh, that's a pretty embarrassing way to win, to be honest. And uh, I know that he didn't want to get kneed in the face while being down. Like, so that's like the, the rule, right? If you have a knee down, uh, you can't be kneed in the face, but kind of an embarrassing way to win a, a title belt. But we're going to see that fight again for sure. Other fights that were pretty interesting was uh, Lucic taking on Darnell Nurse. And uh, they were showing, showing some pictures after the fight. So obviously these two were friends. And uh, I think that Lucic kind of took it easy on him. I mean, Lucic is the same guy who was fighting guys like John Ersk and Colton Orr back in the day. So he's used to some real heavyweights. So I think he kind of took it easy on the kid. And like I said, I think they trained probably up on the offseason. There was a bunch of pictures with with the two. Um, There was actually a picture with Mighty Mouse while I'm talking about hockey and UFC. So it was like Darnell Nurse, Lucic, and Mighty Mouse. And... uh, Rest in peace to uh, Mr. Gretzky, uh, Wayne Gretzky's dad, Walter Gretzky. Like I, I had a tear in my eye when I saw the, the stick tapping at the funeral procession when they were leaving the, the funeral home. There were some kids out on the street tapping their sticks. I think it was Gino Retta that I was talking about it. He was basically saying that, yeah, he was Wayne Gretzky's dad, Walter, and uh, but he was also uh, huge in the community, uh, helping kids, actually going to kids' baseball games, their hockey games. When he would golf with... Uh, with anybody he would pick up golf golf balls the whole the whole game i do that too whenever i see golf balls or i got my uh my stick there to get the balls in the water but he would pick them up 
Um, and the reason being that he would get the ball signed by Wayne, his, his dad, and then he would give them to kids, which is pretty cool. And uh, the funeral was in his hometown at the church that they grew up going to. Uh, pretty cool with a stick, stick tap, and uh, it was a little bit unexpected. No, nobody knew that was going to happen, so uh, nice send-off for uh, Mr. Gretzky. On, on that note, you know, you have the basement in the Wayne's childhood home where uh, Walter still lived, um, and he had all the jerseys, all the memorabilia from uh, from Wayne pucks and you had the backyard where Wayne learned how to play hockey uh so I know that one of the reporters was talking about it would be cool to you know have a tribute to that so basically like a recreation at the Hockey Hall of Fame you know with bringing all the memorabilia there but it almost be cooler if like the government of Canada make a museum of the house you know it'd be good for the economy of that city uh just you know, where you can go visit the, the childhood home of Wayne Gretzky and, you know, where he learned to play. I mean, it's it's hockey history. It's Canadian history. So he did a lot for the game. And, uh, yeah, this song goes out to him. Hope everybody uh, has a good week. Take care of yourselves.